Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? Hello and welcome, true believers, to this episode of Broadcast Geek, your source for everything that keeps your basement-dwelling sons and daughters virgins. <laughs> Coming to you, as always, from the Comedy Room Room inside El Chirito, the five-star dive bar located at 2100 Larimer Street in lovely, bloated body Denver, Colorado. Bloated. Blow too many people living here. If you're moving here, stop. And if you make me have to pay more because you made the house next to my nice, I swear to God, I'm going to burn it down. We're in the works of decriminalizing weed right now. Yeah. <laughs> the main thing for the broadcast geeks. Bear in mind, oh, we are a pop gotta, culture uh, review show, so uh, if there will be spoilers, there will be speculations, there will be sordid details, so if you're not all caught up, uh, turn it off, see all the things you want to see, and then come back, and we will uh, make them even better. Uh, as always, we are with our hosts, Chris Baker, Mitch Jones, Jeff Albright, Matt Oren. Myself, Nate Balding, and... Hey, Anthony Crawford, Anthony here for Crawford a second. <laughs> you're, doing a three, you're on a three-podcast day today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're hitting for the cycle, Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Trying to shift focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get, get in that nerd brain. Get out of your jock jams. <laughs> yeah. So what do we got this week? What are we, what are we talking about? What's uh, what? How how was your guys this week? What what happened in this last week? I know there was nothing to watch on television, uh, oh. or or the internet. Oh, contraire. <laughs> was there one? What well, we got? I, I, I was watching lots of stuff. There's but, always something to watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you DVR it, you can watch it whenever you want. That's oh, video. fair enough. Yeah. I watched some old X Files. Get excited for the new that stuff. Is, uh, preparation. Yep. When so does that come out? Next Soon. Sunday. Next weekend oh, after the NFC Championship. Oh my god. Next oh Sunday? My. Next Sunday. I'm sweating. So for someone who's sporadically seen the X-Files over its oh, nine, nine illustrious seasons, yeah. what should someone know going into the X-Files Reborn? What's the It's not Reborn, title? it's just more X-Files. It's just You should know that if you ever go to some X-Files. inbred house, look under the bed. Yeah. I would say this, there is time for you to... Uh, you can get online. They sell them, but I mean, I don't. You know, where you're gonna find them? Mm-hmm. There is a. You can get online and find the list of the kind of the canon episodes, the, the mythology episodes, the mythology episodes. That removes the kind of monster of the week episodes to get you on that because I think they're gonna that's, jump right. That's back the rewatch in. I just finished over like a year or so. I watched just here and there just the mythology episodes. I can't recommend that enough because like you can do that. It's almost like watching two whole seasons of the show, but you get this like very concentrated X Files. Like, yeah, right? it's it's really great. That's a I kind of recommend that to anyone. You have time to do it before the show starts too. You got a week. Mm-hmm. That's, right? Week? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, we can do it. Quit your job <laughs> and get into the X-Files. Yeah. Dump your girlfriend unless she likes the X-Files. Get, get your act together. It's only 22 hours per season. Come on. Yeah. Where's your bunch well, of Well, you were cutting out the, the yeah, show of the weeks or the monster of the week. Oh, yeah. 
to the X Files is something we're looking forward to. To be fair, if you didn't want to do that, just watching the first three seasons is probably yeah, good yeah, enough. Yeah, probably all you need. Yeah. <laughs> what did you all think about the X Files movie that had come out after this? the first one? Or the second one? Is there was two? There, there are two. Yeah. Yeah. The first one was like on during the show. It was like midway through. Right. Uh, and, and featured actual like plot points yeah. right. that were relevant to <laughs> yeah. the season. It was pretty great. Like, the second was, one had Exhibit playing a uh, FBI. The rapper Exhibit was an Hell FBI yeah, it did. So. Did X go and give it to you? Yeah, he oh, was. That's DMX. It, the second one, <laughs> the story I heard about the second movie was that Chris Carter had written some masterpiece movie and then he had like a house fire or like something happened where he lost a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he, he lost... moved to Denver, yeah. raised my property value. <laughs> he did. And because of that, he lost his script and they had to like make a new script from like memory and that that's his excuse for it not was being... complete shit. Then it was just like, he's like, I had something that was better and we couldn't remember it. So it's, 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 it was yeah. the film script equivalent of the... Tribute song. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the actual movie. That's actually yeah. a good song, though. The really <laughs> funny thing about this script is it's nothing like the script that I wrote. Yeah. Didn't you sing that last night, Mitch Jones? I sure did. At karaoke, night karaoke night Friday. Yeah. And Saturday. Saturday. And Saturday. If Scully's in it, though, I'll watch it. I really don't she care. Let's turn Jillian the sound Anderson? down. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah I really enjoyed The X-Files when it was first on. It just it, it went down a path that I was not... Terribly interested in. Well, just, just to, for note, Matt Orne was kidnapped by aliens when he was young, so it's a little sensitive. You know, yeah, show, it, it, yeah, it rings a little close to home, uh, but that's why I liked it. Well, I will say that uh, I, I read a review at Den of Geek. They uh, they have seen the oh, first okay. the first episode. Really? Shout out to our Den of Geek guys. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't I don't really know much about the website. I just found it as a, a link somewhere on Twitter. Um, but uh, they they did not give it a very good review, which is a bummer. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, but at this point, I, I trust no reviews. Well, and it's it's it is the first of basically a uh, especially if Spencer James writes it. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't think Smith it was James the first is... episode. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, but the, the th according to the review, uh, which doesn't really give any spoilers, it, it's pretty vague about the plot, um, which features um, uh, an, an abductee who kind of Mulder finds her, and him and Scully have their relationship has gone on. I think they have a kid, maybe. Yeah, yeah they do. Uh, I read the comic, the episode of what season oh, the 10, season 10? comic, yeah. yeah. All right, so it's it's uh, it's with the feel of the old X Files, but it, with the goal of gaining a new audience. So it's kind of a if you've never seen the X Files, it sounds like you could jump in right here, and okay. they're going to bring you up to speed immediately. Ooh, I just exciting. hope it's not. It doesn't have the feeling of you're hanging out with a bunch of people that are just. Reliving high school from twenty five no. years ago. They all wanted yeah. to do this. This was something that they all like kind of yeah, got wielded. So the... much time has passed. So fourteen so years. We got... just watched a new Star Wars yeah. movie. You can't have thirty five years. That's or... different. Well, not between. No, for me, this X Files was my very first fandom. It was the first like I was like seventh grade. I remember sure. getting obsessed with the X Files marathons like yeah. on FX. And then I went and bought one like the episode guidebooks. I still have that somewhere. Mine was like, nine like... two one zero, but I'm right there with you. <laughs> but no, but that was like my first like thing that was really like oh this is all I can think about I would talk about it every day and it's it's I'm just glad it's back like honestly not not like I can't say I'm more excited about this than I was Star Wars or something but like 
there's a, a different kind of excited I am for this. Like, sure. oh, it's back. My old friends are back on TV. <laughs> like, well, and it's not it's just a movie. You get week-to-week episodes. Yeah, I get, get six episodes. Yeah. I'm excited. I guess it was because that just, last X-Files movie just wasn't that yeah. great. So well, it's just what they do better sense. than Heroes did yeah. on their return to television. Are they going to update it for the time? So it's like the smoking man just going to be the vaping man? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if, if, he's, he's, he's going to oh be in it. Oh, my God, that would be awesome. Uh, if he came out with a vape, oh, my God, that would be... But you know what they are doing? They're keeping the original intro. They're not. Cha- they're just making it HD or whatever. But it's the uh, excellent original intro for sure. Like not changed. Oh, I love good. that intro. Yeah, that's the best. I mean, it, you just it takes you to a place when you hear that. Oh song. yeah. That uh, intro music used to give me nightmares. <laughs> that was on, it was on Sunday nights, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, that was like uh, it, it filled that living color spot. <laughs> that's, that was what Fox. That was the switch. Lack of color. <laughs> Years between that, but well, actually, I'll never so. notice. Yeah. That was no. the original working title, Lack of Color. I think I think that's right. I think that actually happened. I think it did. What are you talking about? They had gray aliens? That's true, gray. No, the, yeah. uh, the first Deep Throat guy was a, a black dude. <laughs> that's true. And they that's killed right. him like seven episodes that's in. Right. Sorry, Mitch, I know you haven't Spoiler watched Spoiler alert. Thing. Spoiler alert from 97. Damn it. <laughs> that's all right. I think it's gonna. I'm. I'm looking forward to it, though. I. I think it's gonna be really good. And uh, they've brought all the people involved in the original production that I feel like need to be there. Uh, perhaps with the exception of Vince Gilligan, oh, I know he's not, well, he's he's not part of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be fun to just cause yeah. after having watched uh, Breaking Bad, right. seeing how impressive some of his work can be. Did he also do that Better Off Saul or Better Call Saul. He worked, yeah, 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 yeah. Coming back February. Yes. Good show. All right. So he's keeping busy. So there's a a lot of things coming to television, not just the returning stuff that we should probably cover. Uh, Jessica Jones has been renewed. Yeah! Kristen Ritter, I saw she broke the the picture, uh, broke the news with a bloody face today. So she's already filming... Probably not season two. That's the thing. What is she filming that she's got a cut on her face? Is she could be Luke Cage. Luke cut on her face, girl. Devil. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. About That's that. cool, man. Uh, Just pretty sweet. Yeah, definitely coming back. Luke Cage oh. is coming soon. Hopefully, yeah, they're filming, it. filming Hopefully right now. Iron Fist. Uh, I think though that if they push Iron, we talked about this earlier. If they push Iron Fist because of Punisher or just because they're not sure, they'll probably make him strong in Luke Cage. That would make sense. Yeah, Those two guys. So are yeah, I think the news broke that they 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 were so impressed with John Barenthal as the Punisher that they spun him off already. And none of this is official. None of this is official. Well, well, speculation. I mean, according to Facebook, uh, <laughs> uh, the biggest news site on the planet. It's an authority. It's an authority. No, were, were there Twitter screen caps from people that don't matter? <laughs> that's you, how you know that it's real. You know it. Uh, what was what's that one? This like Latino reviewer. Oh, El El May maybe is yeah. what they call him. El May maybe. Oh, I heard that Henry Cavill wears a cape on the set of Batman vs. Yeah, I know. If it's not on comic book, uh, I go to comicbookmovies.com or comicbookresources.com. But if it's not on those two websites, I don't believe I go old school. I go Ain't It Cool News still. Ain't It Cool? You're Harry? Uh, every day old since Harry? I was in 11th grade. Every time I go to that website, I feel like I can see Harry masturbating to a Star Wars oh, movie. Oh, that website on the has changed. Other side. It's just like... 
He's in his wheelchair, fapping to Star Wars. That's oh. all I think about when I go to that website. Well, well, well now, hey. now, now that's all we can think about, Jeff. <laughs> Harry Knowles, everyone. So know. the Punisher's probably getting a show. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know what? John Bernthal, that's a great cast. Great decision. casting, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Is he going to rub his head a lot like Shane did on The Walking <laughs> Dead? <That's, laughs> Shane always was rubbing his head. He did a really good head. job on... Uh, as being like that scary looking guy. Oh god, he was I he's, hated he's that a great guy, yeah. almost perfect casting. Yeah. Well I, I feel like he has the potential to look like om- like menacingly warm, like that kind of like Joker kind of small where it's like, is this guy being nice to me right now, or is he <laughs> yeah. smiling because he knows he's gonna murder he put me? His arm, yeah, he put oh. his arm around me or around my neck. My yeah, murder my smile. Neck. I yeah, not he's wait. murder smiling at me. I cannot <laughs> wait for Daredevil season two. Oh yeah, yeah. that's well, uh, March or April. Even if they have, like, they're already filming March. Luke Cage, and hopefully, if they're planning on doing Defenders, they can't leave out Iron Fist. Right, Defenders is a go. Defenders, yeah, is they, a go. It's, it's got an IMDb listing. They have to do that. I mean, like, to push that in favor of the Punisher, uh, I don't know. To give us something different, give I, us a, you know, Iron I would Fist. say go ahead and do both. Yeah, uh, why not both? I would also really enjoy it if the Punisher had Garth Ennis as a one of the main consultants yes. and they made it a dark comedy like a, a 22 minute long dark comedy with jokes and big comedic set pieces and kooky chase scenes yeah but it's really 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 violent the Punisher throws a bomb that has in a, in a pie Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> have you guys heard of that show that's coming out the the new uh, uh, it's like a in the Marvel Universe, it's going to be, what is it called? Like, Damage Control? Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a comedy about the guys who have the cleanup crew Insurance for, like... Insurance agents. Yeah. yeah. Well, check this out. Uh, yeah, Damage Control is one of my favorite comics. Uh, I have all four volumes of it on my phone right now. Oh, wow. Like nice. to read <laughs> uh, DC is actually releasing... I don't know if they're releasing it, but they've, it's been optioned. They're doing a show, a comedy called Powerless, that is the same exact plot. Right, uh, but they're yeah. not like cleaning up after superheroes. They're well, they're they're underwriting. Shows. Yeah, yeah, it's just the people underwriting uh, su- superheroes and supervillains in the DCU, okay, which is okay. what Damage Control was for Marvel. Okay, uh, it and it's it's great. It's a fantastic book. I highly recommend it. So it's just about regular people. Yeah, they're just regular dudes. But in oh, like, you sound so sad. <laughs> well, no, they're on the <laughs> periphery. So like, no, on the periphery. Like one con- one issue is like about a guy who has to call his boss because Mister Freeze froze him. Yeah, basically. Like, that. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I missed work. Oh, that I mean, was uh, kind of like that Gotham City Police Department. Oh, GCPD, dude, that is a great. That's book. one of the best books. I yeah, really enjoyed that. I was kind of hoping that Gotham was going to be, be more along those lines. That'd be a much better show if it was. Yeah. That's that's I love that. It's just that same thing. Yeah. It's the people who were like, you know, oh yeah, that cop that died the other day because like Mr. Freeze froze him. Like he had a family and he was my partner and like, oh yeah, that becomes this whole other interesting story. Like yeah, my fucking buddy died to a super villain. Ugh. That thing <laughs> like, that, that be like mash sometimes funny sometimes serious. Yeah. Well, that that book <laughs> that book was as packed as an episode of The Wire. Like yeah. every issue, yeah, was an issue you couldn't. I mean, but it's, it's Greg Rucka <laughs> and Ed Brubaker. If you're not reading both those dudes, uh, everything they've done is fantastic. Rucker recently did a, a really great Punisher run, actually. Uh, highly recommended. But yeah, that Damage Control. Damage Control has the potential to be really fantastic. Like, the first issue of Damage Control, they, they introduce you to one of the contractors. He's this grizzled old New Yorker guy. And uh, they're cleaning up just a bunch of busted-down 
Fuck it, there's an alien artifact. He's calling into the insurance company, and one of his superiors is like, Hey, we, we found this crazy orb. And the guy's like, Well, tell, tell everyone not to touch it. Then some dude grabs it, and within the space of three panels, he turns into this Hulk-looking thing, and he's like, I think I know what I need to do, and then flies away. <laughs> Because he's found that he, he's been imbued with super heroic force. And then the contractor just shakes his head and stubs out a cigar. He's like, we lose more men that way. <laughs> and it was like that kind of shit on every page. And it's just, oh, it's so goofy. The second issue, a dude has to go confront Dr. Doom. Because he, he hasn't been paying his premiums for a year. No! And like, and it's... And, the whole thing ends like the the Fantastic Four end up hearing that one of these guys, one of these insurers, is going to talk to Doom, and the thing is like we can't let that guy go down there. But he, you know, shoots up the Fantastic Flare and gets the whole team together, and they head down. And it, Doom just cut the dude a check. He's the sure. emperor of Liberia. <laughs> At the door. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, no, of course. Mask on, mask on. Mask on. Man, it's Dr. really hard Doom. to write with these gauntlets on. But he actually cuts the check <laughs> out of the book. Like, uh, there's no, there's no perforations in the book. Uh, well, that's Doom, awesome. He is the most ruthless supervillain ever, but he's not immune to bureaucratic. Right. He's still. <laughs> he's at the Latvian embassy in New York. <laughs> like, like he's not a war criminal. <laughs> just hanging out. The New York Daily News. Thousand yeah. people last yeah. week with that crazy attack on the Fantastic. I think a show like that is a good call though, because there's a lot of people that they might have seen some of these movies and some of these shows that we watch, but they don't buy in. To the whole super world. It's not relatable. Whereas right. a show like that is very relatable and it ties in all kinds of cool stuff. And it has maybe to be funny too. Yeah. Maybe it makes you interested yeah. in, in the other stuff. Well, yeah. And what's, what's nice about it too, because this is a thing I'm wondering, because we've got a lot of stuff is coming to TV. Uh, like Fox has Legion and Hellfire coming to Fox and FX, I believe, respectively. Uh, which is Hellfire's the uh, Hellfire, Hellfire Club, Club TV yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, Legion is oh they've been wanting to do that for a while, haven't they? Yeah, I've yeah. Heard about that. Uh, Legion's about Professor X's son, who was like, I don't know if he was given away or if the well, I, read, I, I forget the exact. He eventually comes back. He never and, knew. Know, uh, he doesn't know that Professor X, nor does Professor X know that he's. They, his yeah, son. they don't yeah, know. So he, the lady each other's existence. had a one night stand with basically hit it. The thing with that show is I read uh, recently that it will not be, and they just definitively said this uh, maybe Friday, that it will not be tied into the X-Men universe, which also Fox At owns. All? Yeah. No. That it's, said, that it's said in a parallel, that's the cop-out word people use these days, a right. parallel universe. Um, so there will be no ties to the X-Men universe, which so, kind of sucks because that, well, that feels it like made a, me completely lose all interest in the well, show. That basically. feels like they're guaranteeing... If you've read, if you know what happens with Legion in the sure, comics, power-wise, yeah. here's here's the spoiler. He's an Omega-level mutant. He murders his father, Professor X, right. ushering in a horrific age uh, of apocalypse. He extinguishes his light, and then yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and then and then that's you know that they eventually retconned that entire thing as yeah. a, a secondary universe. So that's I mean that's just that's that's kind of a bummer that that. It almost feels like that's what you decide to do when you don't. And the CW is going, kind of going through this with CBS right now, of tying Supergirl to the Flash, or that we'll call the Arrow universe, as everyone does. But it feels like they're just like 
you, you, you create the show and then you decide later if it's going to tie into everything or not. Yeah. So you kind of build it for a while and then depending on viewership, well, we could probably bring in 100,000 more viewers, a million more viewers if we tie it to the movies by bringing in some B-list character. You know what I mean? If you bring in, let's say, Havoc from the X-Men movies and it worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. But So I think that's what they're doing is you, you, you make the show, it's, a, it's an entity amongst itself until the ratings, and then it's like, well, we, should we tie it into the, should we hitch it to that wagon kind of thing? Sure. Well, I mean, that's the point of the crossover anyway, right? Sure. It, it, yeah. it's the, if, if you have five or six Avengers titles, you know, or, or individual titles, and all those people are Avengers, you know, the great thing to do is create a giant crossover event that goes into your lower selling titles. Like, if nobody's buying Namor, and I understand why they wouldn't be. <laughs> But there's a, you know, it's intrinsic to a three-part Avengers crossover event that yeah. I get, you know, Namor 55 and 56. I'm going to get them. Uh, and the same thing works with, uh, with the TV shows. I read a lot of, a lot of different comics because of the Civil War event because there was all these tie-ins. Yeah, right. you got to yeah. read Wolverine 35 through whatever. Yeah, yeah it was, it you was go great. bashing your way through like a bad Catwoman book or because it the, happens the, to tie into it. I use the Marvel it. Universe app on my That's what I love about the app. It just puts them all in yeah. order. Yeah. What? what to read. Oh, it's That's the best. Awesome. Marvel Unlimited is the best app. Really it, quick. I, I only pay for I'm sorry. I only pay for it for the Star Wars books. Uh, that is, the $10 a month is just worth it to read the Marvel Star Wars. You do 70 a year. Yeah. But either way, I, I have one and I, and I love it. I, I was reading a lot of comics there. But I, I was talking to Nate Balding earlier that one of my secret wishes right now is that they do this crossover for Supergirl and Flash. And then, for whatever reason, CBS decides to cancel Supergirl so that CW can pick it up. Because we need to have Martian Manhunter hanging out with Flash and Arrow. So that well, the Flash would lose his mind. So Very lose his dream, mind to be the Martian Manhunter. I want to see that on so TV. So my dream of a Justice League TV show will be that much. Closer. See, what I think they're going to do, though, is kind of, and I hate to say it, I think they're going to screw Arrow out of this. I think what they're going to do is, because the Flash has already opened up the whole, you know, parallel universes, 52 different, that, yes, you can have Flash and Supergirl meet, but it's not going to take place in the universe that Arrow and Flash exist in together. You know what I'm saying? So right. It's not something where Supergirl's going to be flying in all the time to help Arrow, to help Flash, to help well, no, um, she won't Vixen, and it's going to be a show. Superman yeah. hasn't flown in to help Supergirl at all. Once he did. That one episode, remember? Oh, yeah, right, he, right. Was, he was in silhouette. But there was, yeah, was, there was always Who's that supposed to be? <laughs> there was a lot... It's Henry Cavill. There was a lot worse things that were happening... Since that episode, that he never made time to come in, he's like, "Oh, to, to I figured if you'd need help, you'd call me." No, dude, you're Superman. Like, if this city is going to be destroyed, you just show up because that's what you do. Well, that was the uh, the capstone on the last episode. The only new episode of uh, superheroics uh, that we have currently was the last Supergirl episode. Yeah, yeah, which the, is back. Yeah, yeah uh, the the very end. Clark sends a text message or or they're chatting by a messenger or whatever. No, they do. They're, they're, they're chatting. Like, they are. Did yeah. you need any help? Nah, I got this. Super cool. Send a text. Hey, you up? Need help? Wouldn't that be a sext? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, super text. Is he faster than a speeding text or not? <laughs> right. He, he, could, he can get there faster than uh, it goes to satellite. Then fiber? Mm. Isn't it interesting to think, we we're just to kind of go back a couple, that... 
And all these, uh, like we're talking about the different, like some shows aren't in the same universe as this movie or this movie, this and that. Yeah. But forever, comic books have always been like that. There have always been limited runs of things that are like, this is its own thing or this is that. And it's odd that because it's getting so popular with movies and TV now, like that stuff is, that we're having, that's, we have to deal with it. That's just part of the, right. the be- uh, nature well, of the beast. And as a longtime comic book fan, I'm absolutely already used to the idea that. Yeah, every once in a while, they're going to do this thing that I don't even really know if I like, but I'm still going to spend 50 bucks at a right. comic book shop that week just to get myself current. Right. And it's, that's kind of what's happening, where it's like, yeah, maybe well, this I, thing is a one-off that wasn't a part of the whole thing, or should have been, and it was great, but we just loved it for that. Or this thing, we don't count, because we I, didn't really like it. I hope they don't go into it, one of the uh, multiverses, to, to do a crossover, if they decide to. I hope yeah. that they keep it in the same world. Oh, did you see that quote about the uh, reconcile it? What was it? Um, the the uh, Infinity War that like the the writers that saying like how, the number of characters they have on the board 67. right now. Sixty seven. Sixty seven characters on the board right now. They're like, I can't fathom trying to write. Well, all right, let's do a lot of all of them. Right? Well, a lot of those are like you know you got fifteen members that are just shield. Sure. Know, people are, you know, I don't think it's 67 heroes. That's I mean, a lot of heroes still. Still a good 20. They probably haven't even, I mean, we could probably write them all down. I don't think Marvel has even introduced half that amount. They secretly acquired If you take the all the Netflix shows, I don't, I don't think they're going into I think what they'll do is you'll just see a large battle and you'll be like, oh my god, there's so and so. There's, you know, oh, like an X Men 3. see all the faces and try to, you know, name them yourself. But even if they don't, even if they have a bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. people, what, a dozen or so? You're still looking at 40, 50 superheroes that are well, going to be shown on that screen. With Infinity War, I think what you're going to see a lot of is once Thanos has control of the gauntlet, uh, he's just going to kill everybody in the universe. Probably. So I'm thinking 60 out of the 67 plus are probably yeah. going to be little cameos and yeah. as they become... Uh, squirrel Girl. Just for this oh, yeah. hell yeah. I'm just really interested to see if they're going to do... if they're going Because they're going to cross into the, the mystical soon. Uh, but now it's like, how do you handle time travel? Can you guys do it? Like, because there's got to be a time, because there's a time gem, right? There's a time gem. So that, that's mm-hmm. that's got to be something, and that would also allow for something really horrible to happen, like in every show with time travel. Like, oh, the hero died. What? And I fix it. And, ooh, 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 you know, yeah. Quicksilver is gonna run back in time. Oh, wait. <laughs> No, <laughs> my thought is they're gonna kill Steve Rogers at the end of Civil War. I think so. And then they have to use the time gem to get him back in Infinity War Part Two. Well, I don't, way, so we're gonna have a temporary Falcon Cap or Bucky. Not temporary. Cap. He's gonna become Cap. That's my prediction. We saying they're gonna bring Cap back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve yeah. Rogers comes back, but he won't take the, the no. He'll take the shield. He just take the shield. I think he's done with Steve Captain America. First Lieutenant America. And also, it's going to start off the bottom. <laughs> I don't know. What comes after Captain? Uh, major. No, I don't know. Lieutenant America. But those 67 characters are both heroes and villains, right? Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. villains. True. Fair that. So many villains we haven't seen yet. So it's 58 Hydra agents. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> well, which, which Marvel characters would you like to see? Show up in in that screen if they don't. You know they're not going to do a backdrop on on all of them, obviously. Because all the X Men, <laughs> very uh, blurry. We, we, blurry. We can eliminate all of them. No, blur, all but them. blurry X Men. Like I think that was Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, the, no, it was. It was, there a was a guy, I have a, a comic called The Schmen. 
where they just take the X out and it was just the Schmen. So that's going to be them. Something like crude interpretation of the X. Right. Yeah, all the X Men are in Infinity War. Well, the Namer was one. I, they're just that was kind of the first name that popped in my mind was, fuck, man, he's. They can't do it because he's the first mutant, technically, but man, a Submariner, right? He's technically, he's one of the most powerful. Hand-to-hand yeah. uh, combatants in the Marvel universe. Also, so. he's owned by Universal. That's the weird thing: is Universal has the movie rights. Right to Namor, who is a mutant, which yeah. is owned by Fox, so we probably never see him. Right. You know, yeah. Well, and he's originally a Fantastic Four. Character. Yeah. yeah. Well, because he and and he and Sue Storm have some. So I wonder if there's not when they license Fantastic Four when they buy the rights to it if they will get him back if it yeah. contains. Well, we uh, have a access to. Yeah. Every Spider-Man villain, though. That's true. Couldn't yeah. every Spider-Man villain show up? Well, and he's got a yeah, crazy. Villain. I'm sure there's some more to it than that, but but they, the Marvel has the rights to that right now. No, or, they're I guess are they just Spider-Man? And thinking about they're, it, they share it. They share, they're sharing share it. Yeah. I don't know. They're not, I want to see not Daredevil. They're, they're just getting I want to see rights. the Netflix Daredevil on the screen. All of that. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm I bet you will. So the Defenders with the Avengers. They might not talk, but they'll be on the screen. Can you Jessica Jones and the Black Widow? Like yeah. having a stop, couple stop right there. I need you know a moment. <laughs> Table rises on that side. No, but I mean, that, the, the that's, two, that's the two Jessicas. Yeah. Drew yeah. and Jones. Oh, Jessica Drew. <laughs> That'd be a perfect yes. Spider Woman. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Spider Woman and Captain Marvel, uh, nay, Miss Marvel. Carol oh, yeah, Danvers. we'll have Miss Marvel by then, too. They, they yeah. used, Captain Marvel. They used to party all the time. Because yeah, Captain Marvel is, is the one leading into. Uh, 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 Infinity Wars, right? Is she the one right before? Yeah, well, and I think that's going to be. Oh no, she's in between. She's in between the two. That's what it is. Because Captain Marvel's going to be. It's going to open up the the Kree Shi'ar probably. Right. Because yeah. uh, it'll be yeah, the Kree is big. On it'll be Marvel. Yeah. What are they? Sword? Their sword. That's the yeah. sword. Yeah. yeah. Alternative, so they'll have yeah, the girl with the green hair. Mm-hmm. Who's that? I can't remember her name. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, god damn it! She's the leader of sword. Uh, yeah. Fire of uh, no. She's basically a cute motherfucker. What's her name with powers? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, she's um, real. She's dumb. what's her name? She's one of them dames that's got powers. She's yeah. really rad. That, that the, the the what was the the cartoon? The um, a lot of people thought that's who. Earth Spice Heroes are the. Yeah, the yeah. two sword. season one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. a lot of people that's thought so who um, who Quake or is that her name on? Yeah, that's who they thought she was. Tremors, be. as Tremors. she's yeah, lovingly Tremors. called. I love she's that got so five much. Five names. She's got worms coming out of her. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Whoa, sorry. Yeah, well, and that's uh, another. That's a a. a Joss. Are you talking about Abigail Brand? Yes, yes that Brand. is her. Yes. A, a Joss Whedon creation from his uh, really fantastic run on Astonishing yeah, X-Men. Yeah. Uh, Joss Whedon, uh, recently having cut ties with Marvel completely. He is no longer involved. Yeah. Going to Maybe do he should have just did the first Avengers movie. Maybe if you would have just did what you were fucking told, Joss. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think he did everything right. No, he did. He did. But I went back and watched Ultron, though, and it, that movie does not hold up. It's it does not. Okay. It left me feeling good, and then there are parts where I'm like, ah, oh, man, it could have. Because I mean, the Avengers. I remember watching that so many times, so many times, and so despite the horrible Captain America suit, I hate that fucking suit. What in the Ultron? No, in Avengers, the original. Oh Avengers. yeah, that, that one. suit is so. The Ultron was good, but he looks. He wasn't a spangly. Like it's, and I can't put my and I can't criticize Ultron too much. And I can't quite put my finger on what it is about it. But it's there's James something. Spader. 
fuck. I'll put my no, finger on No, he's great. Don't put your finger. No, I thought I didn't like him. I really love with the uh, with Vision. I'm really excited. Also, in Civil War, if Vision's on your team, don't you just automatically win the most overpowered <laughs> That's person? That's what I was thinking. Like, but they balance it off because on the other side, Scarlet Witch is on the other side, which is like something you can't really gauge. Right, like, chaos magic. Yeah, <laughs> she's a miracle. You know, one of really quick. I was just I was just zoning, thinking about the first Avengers movie. One of my favorite parts of that movie is when Cap is running through the city at the end and he just the, the choreography of, of the moves of where he's running and he like propels himself off a car and kicks his legs forward yeah, just like Cap would do yeah. I thought they nailed it I Those, thought the little no, things did, that yeah. get you all really excited there are different moments that were like freeze frames of comic yeah. panels you know yeah they did that well. Oh, in they that. did that in uh, that very the first time you see the Avengers in Age of Ultron. That, oh, they, uh, the yeah, long shot where screen the splash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so dope. Is, but it was it was but it was that's the thing about that scene is like it's so kick ass because if you're looking at it to me when I'm looking at it in a, a comic book, fuck yeah. But when I saw it in a, in a movie, it felt a little too much. You know, no, a little contrived look. or the timing of it. And like I don't know. You read comic books for things that don't happen in life, and then when you watch a movie. Where, I don't know. It's just me. I, I wanted to be a little more. I get you. Real. But I don't know. Just the timeliness of that. But it was that was the scene that made the movie. So I don't know. It's I always find myself uh, during those movies, things perfect. like that, is saying they did the thing. They did the thing. That's always my first reaction. Yeah. Chris, yeah. what do you think of Star Wars? They did the thing. And right. The thing. They did all the thing. Like and it sounds so they, dumb. Hit those notes. But that's like yeah. that's such a perfect like. Oh, Chris is making they did the thing face. Well, that's what I just said. Though. Captain America. Yeah, they, they, they did the thing. They did the thing. <laughs> that's, that's just it's so dumb. That's no, the best right. way to put it. Like, and it's just, it's exciting. Can we all agree that if Ultron's mouth was just frozen open like it is in the fucking Should, comics, it would be a lot creepier. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. like him talking. I didn't like the, the robot. Yeah, there was something weird about it. Maybe they just had it light up while he was talking. Dude, it felt too human. Ultron felt too humanized for me. That was probably the point. He's supposed to be just like yeah. complete psychopathic, off the Rogue. fucking kilters robot that is just like destroy. You know, he just is? like yeah, not like I have. I also have a sitcom on NBC where I play another. <laughs> <laughs> but right now we're talking about the Avengers. I hear the blacklist is quite good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I felt like. I was like, I'm watching the guy from the blacklist. <laughs> As all really time. But if he didn't, if he didn't <laughs> be Fader. Well, you're supposed to hate James Spader. Well, did you see his career before 1990? <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downey did. Yeah. <laughs> my real, real quick round table. What's your favorite creepy robot? Oh, I'll go the other way. Oh, I don't. Johnny Five. <laughs> He's terrified. Terrified. <laughs> Input need input. Wait, did you say racist robot? <laughs> Either way, Wait, yeah, most no. racist people are pretty creepy. Creepy, They're creepy so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just go Johnny Five. Go ahead. I mean, Fisher Stevens yeah. is the more racist person. I mean, I, mine right away is David from Prometheus. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know. Is that a robot? I mean, is it you consider the alien call that a robot? The cyborg or whatever they are. Robot. Robot. A David from Prometheus is my favorite. Mine's a tie between. The version of Ultron on Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, yeah. that is genuinely creepy. It's I've never been creepy God, that watching so good. on like a children's cartoon, but uh, it's a tie between a, a Earth's Mightiest Heroes Ultron and also Robin Williams in Bicentennial. Oh God, no, no. <laughs> what was it Bishop from uh, Alien? 
Yeah, uh, well, Lance uh, Henriksen's character. In, uh, he's in the second one. Aliens. Yeah. Uh, then the the first one has the robot that or the oh has uh, Ian the, Holm. Yeah, yeah. He was creepier, actually. Yeah, I'd go with I, I liked I liked his. Uh, but then there is. I'm trying to think of. I have a vision of like this this robot just just shambling like a zombie. You were doing the Ultron. That's, that's the walk you were doing. It, it could have been, yeah. <laughs> You're all puppets. Tangled <laughs> strings. Whoa. I'm aroused. James Spader was just talking. <laughs> Spike me. <laughs> Man, I, you know what? I'm going to go back to it, but that Earth Mice Heroes. You watched that? Have you watched that? Yeah. And to me, that was on the level of like X-Men or Batman Animated Series. Yeah. Of just like... Yeah. Whoa! Like series long story arcs, like yeah. season long and then series long story arcs, mm-hmm. and like really well. Like I remember like trying to get some well friends into sure. Ultron, and they were like, "Well, what's Ultron?" I'm like, you know what? Let's just watch the cartoon of this. The Ultron gonna... Imperative. Oh, come on, man! That's so good. There were just high fives at this table for the Ultron Imperative. <laughs> yeah. If you were questioning, yeah. if you were questioning the legitimacy of this podcast <laughs> in any way. There is a, apparently a football game happening right now. Hey, we are talking what Ultron. Is, Chris and Mitch are having Yeah, what's yours? What's your robot? Creepiest robot. Uh, creepiest robot? Uh, Futurama's Bender. <laughs> Seriously, they have cutaway scenes to Bender being an emotionless monster. <laughs> like, And they're joke cutaways, but there's just nothing in his eyes. <laughs> his mouth is like... I don't there's, know him. Robot I'd like to be best friends with, though, too. You know well, I mean? no, it's both. But at the same... You know that in his heart, in his deepest, I want to say heart of hearts, but there's nothing inside. Nothing. Cold. Uh, yeah. he just, I've got me the heart of a human. Yeah. <laughs> you just described most comics in Denver Comedy. <laughs> in the future, Bender ends up buying O.J. Simpson's heart off eBay. And that's what he loses. <laughs> there. No one, now no one can say it'll own John Larroquette's spine. <laughs> 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 oh, Bender. Oh, John DiMaggio is a good guy, man. I love that guy. He's My fantastic. Hero. I mean, you've, you've almost got... You've got three voices you've shown here, so... Yeah. Well, he's got some range. I got yeah. some range. I can do Marcus Phoenix, too. Uh, I did... I want to... No, I wanna... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let me Google it real quick. Fuck you, Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> That's Coltrane. That's Coltrane. <laughs> I want to jump back to TV really quick, because uh, I'm... One of the thing, one of the things that I, one of the reasons I think that it's really smart to have uh, superhero comedies is that the saturation level of superhero dramas yeah. I think is reaching a peak point. Yeah, and I've I think we've probably talked about it before or at least glossed over it. But like right now, including Netflix, there's something like sixteen properties Whoa. that will have episodic yeah. narratives, yeah. dramatic episodic narratives happening in 2016. Uh, through early 2017, and that like at some point, the drop off is going to be pretty significant. It has to be. Maybe they'll just change up some shows. Maybe the well, Daredevil will turn to like a Perfect Strangers type company. Well, they need to combine. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll change ship. That is why they need to combine. Cousin yeah. Foggy. No, I think Arrow is the first <laughs> one. Creative Justice League. I think Arrow's going to go Arrow, as well. Arrow's, no, I don't think it's going to go, but I think it's going to be the first one to get truly revamped, remodeled. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to go. I think he's I think either, they either so. kill everyone off, like we've talked about, 
everyone but him. That is or the that show's going to get canceled. Me, no, I, I get it, man. But it's, it's, what, it's what's going to happen is I think, all of this. I think Legends of Tomorrow. We'll see how that does. It, it, it might not succeed just because it's trying too hard to put all these characters and make them work. What it might do is it might morph into a Justice Society, a Justice League, something along those lines where justice. you can have all... Yeah, just justice, justice, I guess. You can have all these characters be on the show and maybe show up every week, every other week. So, But uh, if you're someone like Stephen Amell or Grant Gustin who... Or let's say the forefathers of what's going on right now as far as DC television, if your show gets canceled, are you going to... As an actor, are you going to take that? I role say as that a bit the era will outlive on? the show. I see that his character, his character will outlive that show for sure. I, I know that Stephen Amell is contracted through twenty nineteen. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, so if they right. cancel it or if they morph it, and he it, didn't say it was specifically contracted with the show Arrow. He's just contracted with as probably right, yeah. with the network. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would guess. I don't think it would be a, a bit part. Like I said, in in my mind, this Justice League TV show could easily happen and you'll have three or four main characters and a few others that'll show up but those three or four main characters are constantly battling the grods the luthers the the brainiacs the people of you know that universe yeah. that are that are wreaking havoc and every episode is going to have them maybe not the whole episode I guess, I guess what I'm saying. But I would rather have him for part of the episode than have any of the Lance family. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's what like I'm that. saying. Is I feel I feel he is the backbone of the DC television universe. Arrow, right. Arrow uh, was the Kickstarter. Was, yeah, not it. not necessarily the show, but his, Arrow himself yes. as the character. You yeah. know, so I'm like with you, you on said, that. Uh, if you get rid of the Lance family, uh, Team Arrow, fuck all of that. I think he itself is the is is the the center. Yeah. I mean, they call it the Arrowverse. You know what I mean? So, if yeah. you could you could strip everything away from that show, but you have to keep him. He that's, has to be involved. That's only because all is gone for me. That's what I'm saying, though. I mean, he's their Batman, right now, you know. He yeah. is their Batman. And also, it's it's sad. maybe if they did do a, a Justice show of some sort, I still have the idea of like. Batman being on the show but not being on the show is him being in the corner just going no. <laughs> you, know, you don't need to ever really see him. Kind of like you Superman. You need to see a Super silhouette Batman. in the shadows. You need to hear him. You need to see. He sees the, a chime in. You just need like, to see nope. the Batmobile <laughs> go by. You need to see the Bat plane. That is the it. Symbol and the that's symbol. That's like kind of a screw though. You know, like, no. You need to know he's oh, out there. Oh, just missed Batman flying by. No, well, that's, no kind of, that's kind of Batman though. He's that's like, what I'm saying. He's antisocial. He hates right. everybody. Right. This whole role of Justice League is being like, fuck you guys. But he also <laughs> gets off on being better than the rest of the oh, Justice yeah. League. Well, that's probably my favorite of the Justice League cartoon. I don't remember if it was the original Justice League or Limited when when, when Batman quits. When he oh. when he he's like, look, I have a file on all of you, yeah. And they get pissed about it, and then when they're cool with it, he's like, nah, fuck y'all, and he just leaves. They're, they they want him to stay. They're like, voting to no. whether or not to, to let him stay in the justice. Yeah, and the like, fact that they're even voting. I would do this again if I had the opportunity. Yeah, that's but, what I love about. It. But in the <laughs> first episode, it. it's a three part pilot. They uh, they they say to him, all right, what do you know? They're all like, oh, let's let's join let's join together. And, and Flash is like, what? You mean like a league? And Batman's like, I'm not much of a group person. Yeah, it's not my thing. Yeah, but if you need me, and you will, 
Cold. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll so, be out here solving your problems. You think so you have? Justice League TV show doesn't need to have those two. It should have a Wonder Woman, in my opinion, but it doesn't need a Batman. It doesn't need a Superman, except to see a blur go by uh, or someone saying Superman just called. We need to head over to such and such island to deal with the problem. And it's going to have Manhunter, <coughs> Mister Terrific. Flash, Arrow, you know, some of these big, major, minor characters, and it would operate. I think it would be great. I want that to happen. Right, Even well, if it's just like a once-a-year miniseries. Even if it was a Netflix yeah, season, uh, I would be okay with that. Seems like well, so we are getting, essentially, a Justice League movie in Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. But that's the movie. Do you think that these crossovers would be enough to uh, maintain audience levels and ratings where they need to be to hold all these shows together. For, uh, for the shows or the movies? For the show. For the TV shows. Because the TV characters exist outside of the movies. Well, evidently. I, I really but these shows have audiences, right? The people are watching these shows. Yeah. They do, but... And they're, they're probably not too much to make because that stuff gets cheaper as time goes by. Should be. I, well, I'm they, saying, like, their return is, you know... Right. Budgets drop every year yeah. in television, but that's only well, they're because... They're giving maybe more leeway because of Especially the, the CW. Yeah. I think CBS has, or NBC, any of the major networks have a less of a... Uh, that's what happened with Constantine, I think. It was just sure. like... Sure. Uh, put so much into it, but... I'll say, like, random interjection. Uh, I, I always dream about a world where Buffy was on now, where special effects budgets are like... Everybody looks... Every show looks pretty sharp. It's like, and you can actually see what's happening. What would be totally dark, and it's the worst right. special effects of all time. That's the end of that thought. I well, just if, think about that a lot. Have you have you read the uh, the comics? A little bit of it. Yeah, the first. So yeah. Buffy's like Buffy yeah. Speaking of Buffy, yeah. I would love to nine. see Paul Rubin show up in one of these TV shows, <laughs> possibly as a he villain. Is. He's no. Gotham. Oh, he's Gotham. Right. Right. He's Penguin's father. Right. Right. Is there right. Michelle Geller? Yes. On, isn't she on one of the? Sh- I think she does a voice on one of the shows. Ghost she's, Whisperer? No, no, she's hey. on, I think she is on one of the superhero shows. I really she's do. On, she's on Those Who Can't, isn't she? Yeah! That's what it is. No, she's a superhero. She plays a superhero on Those Who Can't. Yeah, for you kicks Ben Roy's ass. If you're not into comedy, but you like superheroes, then that's why you should check out Those Who Can't. That's my favorite new genre show coming out, Those Who Can't. Catch it on True TV, guys. Ben Roy has <laughs> razor eyes. Uh, is there any, what, we're at 45 minutes. Is there anything, what's our last? What do you got? What I'm trying to say is yeah. I want to watch the Broncos. Right, I'm I understand. Kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I, I, I think that we've really, uh, we've really done something here with nothing, everybody. There we is did. no TV to had, talk well, about. There is something on the on the horizon that I feel like nobody's talked much about. Ooh, break, um, last minute, what do we got? 2018, it looks like Shazam. All we have is the rock, the rock as Black Adam, which I believe is going to be an excellent cast job. Um... But That's just know. weird, though. When you cast the the not the lead two years before the movie, and you have no idea the lead is going to be, and they're still saying that the Shazam movie may not be linked to the other DC universe. Well, yeah, there's a lot of talk about it. It's going to just exist on its own. But doesn't it's that kind of more fantasy? Doesn't than, that you know. seem insane? Why would you do that? No, I, that, that but that's DC to me. DC that's why I have no. That's why I just have no. I guess they let Mar- Zack Snyder run Marvel. the whole movie business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking about, man? Watchmen? Come on now. But think about how well, that cool goes, that's going to be no, when you I first think... see somebody yell Shazam. 
And that giant bolt of lightning comes down. Strikes a handicapped child, and he's empowered. And he only gets that hour, and then you're going to have to be handicapped again. Like, shit. Shazam. That's the thing about Shazam that I always loved is that he was still mentally a child. Even though he had the greatest physique and all these skills. They were voting him on the justice. He had a power penis, and he had no idea how to When they were voting him on the justice, he was sitting there at the table. He's just a little kid. Yay, chocolate milk. You can literally whoop Superman's ass, and you're more wholesome than Superman. That's like, oh my god. That's pretty great. Billy Batson's kind of an ass. He was kind of an asshole. Billy Batson, fuck you. He's still raised in the streets, y'all. No, he's an orphan, right? Yeah, he's an orphan, yeah. What? He's got mad street skills. He's the rarest, yeah, white white orphans with superpowers. How often do do you see those? I don't know. Fucking Shazam. I don't know. Jesus. There's a reason Captain. There's a reason Marvel owns the name now. That's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> not Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. I one quick question for me. Did you guys see Star Wars again? No. Not since. No. I did. And, uh, <laughs> Send uh, me I, the five. No. Let me let me tell you this. <laughs> this two. But let me. I have to tell you this, the quickest story of what happened on my second time seeing it. It was a day that I should have been doing lots of other adulting and things I had to be doing. I shouldn't have spent any money, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go see Star Wars." Went to go see the movie by myself, set in the middle, perfect, the biggest screen of the pavilion. I was so excited. And this couple sits next to me in their late 40s who I think still live with their parents and just heard that kissing was a thing. Yeah. Because the whole movie, they were making out, feeling uh, each other up. And the moment that Kylo Ren says, like, the, I can get whatever I want from you, she says, I've heard that before. Oh. And then the guy's like, no, I never... And then I, at full volume, go, fucking gross! And then continue watching the movie <laughs> with my hands next to my face so I don't have to see them. It was disgusting. It really took me out of the movie. Change seats. Was that one of those? It was reserved seating, man. Yeah, and it was sold out. Like never heard of that. I had the money seat too, and it was. uh, I hate so did he. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys down with reserved seating? Yes and no. I like showing up. Well, because that's the thing is, I got really high, and I showed up the second I knew the movie was going to start. I knew how long the previews were going to be. I walked in, opening scroll. It was perfect, except for those assholes. And those seats are really nice. (laughs) Yeah. They're the ones with the table and the convertible. Like you, you 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 can ride a recliner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The zero gravity seat. Feel about that, man? It's just like I felt real good last night in one of those chairs. But that's the most American. Thing Eating ever. the burrito. Like, yeah, I got. Hey, I'm gonna pay fifteen dollars to see a movie. Can I lay down while I'm doing it and Fuck drink? It. I, I, I wear an open robe and eat a bowl of cereal. Fuck, why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, there's some guys getting a handy J next to Chris. Yeah. <laughs> there's a little finger blasting going on, and I wasn't into it. I was into actual blasters on the screen, not the finger blasting. Yeah, some guys getting an HJ through the popcorn like you know what actually happened. They start making out during the worst scenes too, and it was maddening. It was like a real serious scene where I'm like, all right, I gotta pay attention. Although as a romantic, as a romantic, I'm someone who was like. In 1977, they saw they saw Star Wars together nope. on their nope. first date. Not a chance. You know what I mean? It was one of those nope. like let's let's kind of nope. it's our anniversary. Nope, no. it was just, not that. No. They were Heathens. gross. They, they, they were clearly cheating on their, each other's spouses. Like, that was a that was a mystery. phantasm. What if there were? What if you brought back the porno theater, but instead of porno, you just showed regular movies that people could fuck during? Well, I won't reserve seating in a porno theater. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, no, no. no. You, on that note. 
I think you actually want to reserve seating in a porno theater, and you reserve that seat the day they open, and you never let another person sit there. There's a little gold plate on the front of the seat. Reserved for Chris Baker. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're guaranteeing hygiene. Yeah, how come there's no porno movies where if you want to, like, jack off to Avatar, you can just go there and watch? Worse. It's called home, buddy. It's called home. Jack off Avatar all day. So, well, we have a big week coming up, right, Nate? All the shows come back Everything's this week. coming back. So, ne- are we recording next weekend, everybody? We're going to let the public know, right? Because they're sitting on the edge of their seats wondering. Well, I-, I will not, and that is why I wanted to thank you all for doing this today, because I'm going to be out of town next week, not going to the, the icy plans of Jotunheim, but I'll be in New Orleans. We should, should we leave it to the people? Do you guys want to hear us weekly or bi-weekly? The, the, we'll see if we can actually get some Send feedback. Us, uh, yeah, tweet us at Broadcast Geeks. Grab, yell at me on the street. Just go on volume. Facebook, Broadcast Geeks as well. Yeah, find us on Facebook and Twitter. But Nate, do you have anything you want to wrap to show up with? Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do a quick little roundabout. What are you most looking forward to in the next week? Oh, man. Maddie, oh. Mm, next week. I'm looking forward. Uh, is the Flash coming back next week? It is. That is what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm Jeff Albright. I'm going for Agent Carter. By far my favorite season of the comic Yeah, season two of good. Agent Carter. By far my favorite of the comic book shows. I'm Mitch Jones, and I'm probably also looking forward to Agent Carter. I think that's going to be a great second season. Uh, yeah. Haley Atwell, everybody. Shout out. Ooh. Uh, Chris Baker, and I'm looking forward to probably The Flash. That's, I don't know. Uh, probably the best of the comic book shows. Gotta go the, the most true to comic book television. You're yeah. never, I've never been upset with an episode of that it's show. It's doing the no. most exciting thing. You're right. And it's fucking heartfelt, which yes. is something you have to be. I'm never with. not looking forward Grant to Grant Gustin does an awesome job. Yeah. And now that we know that Wally West is coming in, what are they going to do? Yeah. What are they going to do? We're going to get Kid Flash. We're going to get all kinds of stuff. Grant Gustin forever. Ooh, I need to calm down. Fuck you, Ezra Miller. Oh, <laughs> Ezra <laughs> Miller. He's a big listener of the he program. Blame me. We talk. I, uh, I like John Wesley Ship. <laughs> he's my fi- he's my flag. Yeah, he's Dawson's dad. And I still, <laughs> and we've talked about this before. Flash. I still believe they're going to tie the '90s fl- CBS Flash into this Flash. Yeah, he. I really believe again, they're but going is he going to come back as something? Like, Some kind like of something yeah, I think they're, I think they're going to the tie the show. The whole time. Yeah, I really believe they're going to do that. And Nate, what are you looking forward to? Oh, well, uh, finally this Wednesday, the Mike Allred, Peter Milligan, Silver Surfer comic series relaunches with a new number one. It's going to be the best thing on the shelves. Pick <laughs> it Marvel the hell now? up. Marvel Now number one? Is, that, is, is it Marvel's- a Marvel Now? I think it's just a standard book. title. It's a standard title. They had, uh, I'm not sure what happened. They had uh, The Secret Wars. And now, now it's back. I don't know if it's still still going on. I'm ready to jump back into Marvel when it's done. I'd also like to point out that uh, Chris Baker being grossed out by people making out makes him our Billy Batson. (laughs) (laughs) The most wholesome man at the table. Most wholesome. (laughs) Yeah, I'm wholesome. (laughs) That's great. You guys are being gross up there. So let's do this before we head out. any of you have anything going on this week you want to talk about what, comedy-wise? What are your plugs? What are your plugs? Mitch Jones, what do you got to plug plugs, this week? Uh, well, I will be at El Chirito, the five-star dive bar, on Woof. Friday the 22nd for story time. I'm going to tell Ooh, one-liners. One-liners. I yeah. suck at one-liners, so come watch me struggle. 
Watch him break a basic set into one sentence structure. <laughs> right? uh, Christopher Baker, anything uh, you want to talk about? You got a big in, show. In case coming we up. don't, in case we don't uh, do a show next week, uh, I have two shows coming up on the 25th. Uh, I'm producing a show that Brett Hiker is hosting over at the High Dive uh, at 9 p.m. on 25th. It's called Island of Misfit Jokes. And it's Ooh, a, bunch of, a bunch of comics selling jokes they quit telling or jokes that didn't work or jokes they liked but the crowds didn't. Got like 25 <laughs> comics on it. It's going to be a real pain fest. And then... Uh, I, I love that premise. Hey, guys, you know everything that you, <laughs> yeah. didn't work? It's a comedy Let's nerd show. for an hour. Yeah, yeah. If you've learned anything about me, is I'm a comedy nerd and I like nostalgia. So. No, I mean, I legitimately love that premise. No, it's going to be great. And you have an anniversary show. And then, uh, then on the Thursday, the 28th, the Deer Pile, I have the three-year anniversary of Cartoons and Comedy with two confirmed enormous guests. Huge. Enormous guests. I, heard I can't tell huge. you who they are, but you know how to find out who the super secret guys are going to be. you got to be there. And maybe a third, but it's a free show. Cartoons and, and Comedy. You guys. don't want to miss that. You have to check out yeah. that show. If it's you're gonna a fan be a of our podcast, you have to check out It's going to be super secret. Secret guests Fun and show. Kevin O'Brien. Nate, I will be at Crush City at the Savoy yeah. Curtis Park on Saturday the twenty fifth. Huge show, I believe. 25th? Yeah, it's this no, Saturday. Twenty third. Twenty third. You're right. The twenty fifth is just in Monday. my head because that's yeah. uh, no, that's the day after the X Files. I don't know why I like the twenty fifth so much. The twenty third at the Savoy. Twenty third at the Savoy at Curtis Park. Oh, yeah, uh, it's a great venue. It's gonna it's gonna rule everybody. Eight o'clock. Uh, yeah. Bring bring condoms. Uh, Do it. Yeah. Well, here at El Torito, we have on the 18th Monday, uh, which is tomorrow night for us. I don't know what it is for you listening. We have Amuse Booze. Oh hell yeah! And that'll be uh, that's a, always a good show. And then of course story time next Friday or Friday the 22nd. James Draper show where Mitch Jones will be on it. And then confirm next month. Uh, our second nerd roast because the Marvel DC oh, one it was, was so fun. Excellent. Before we go off air. Uh, next month, it's going to be Star Trek versus Star Wars. What? Star Trek versus Star Wars. I think I need to be good. Sorry, I needed to repeat. That. Hey, and uh, some of the people here will probably be on that show. I wouldn't doubt. Should be a good um, one. The the Marvel DC roast was was great. A lot of fun. A lot You're of the people. Hulk? In the room room. Yeah, Dave Balding. He was, was Banner. Banner. Banner, okay. With well, torn pants yeah. and no shirt. It was great. It was, you gotta uh, share that on our page. Yeah, it was real gross. I think the video I think there was a video shot of the whole show. Oh. Um, so we'll get that and we'll post it on the video broadcast. Of Batman saying yeah. kiss from a rose. Oh that's perfect. Oh, Batman saying kiss from a rose. Yeah. Uh, I have one show. Uh, I'm Jeff Albright. I have one show this Wednesday at the Larimer Lounge. I'm emceeing, uh, hosting the show oh, for Jermaine yeah. Fowler, uh, Aaron Urist, and uh, Mr. Sam Talent. Nice. So it's going to be a kick-ass show at the Larimer Lounge. And always you can catch me down at uh, Goose Town Tavern every Monday night, hosting the uh, ungodly long-listed open mic that I, <laughs> that I begrudgingly go to every Monday That'll night. only last for four more weeks, and half those kids will quit. It's fine. <laughs> and I will probably have by that time for the seventh time, too. I quit comedy every three weeks. Hey, quit your way to the top. <laughs> Jeff Albright story. <laughs> That's quit your way to the Sympathy is for quitters. <laughs> the Jeff Albright story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm goddamn that felt good. I don't know. Yeah, uh, anybody else? What are we? We're good. We oh, did we it. Can't wait for you guys catch up on your DVRs, everybody. That's the big thing. Uh, this is going to be a big week. So if you don't, the spoilers are really going to kick in next week. Right? Hell yeah, yeah we're going to so spoil the shit sure. out of y'all. Some milk yeah. out right Tweet now. us some questions. Tweet us, email us. Uh, this has been again broadcast geeks. At the uh, comedy room room at Larimer or the Larimer Lounge. Jesus, Christ. they don't have one of those. Comedy, comedy room room, room twenty 
100 uh, Larimer Street. That's what it is. At El Chirito, you guys. And again, Mitch Jones. Howdy. Christopher Baker. Yeah. Nate Balding on the hosting duties today. Well done. Excelsior. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, the one and only owner of El Chirito, Mr. Matt Orange. I've been Jeff M. Albright. You guys can find us on sexpotcomedy.com, uh, Podbean, and uh, the good old iTunes, if Hell you're yeah. into that sort of thing. Uh, thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. All Natural right. crits all around. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>